Hello, world. It's been a while. This podcast, Archer's TNT Classroom Podcast, is all about engaging and inspiring your children at home during isolation and remote learning in meaningful, innovative ways with creative flair, humor, and a way of thinking that there is no box to think outside of. This podcast is dedicated to all you amazing parents and educators out there just trying to hold on each and every day. Each episode will be short, punchy, and packed with great takeaways to help you create a culture at home and within your classroom that loves lifelong learning. For more information, visit my About Me page at about.me forward slash joe.archer or visit me on Twitter at archerjoe, uh, capital A-R-C-H-E-R, capital J-O-E. Anyway, let's get cracking for today. So today I want to talk about something that uh, we are learning about right now in my information computer technology class um, that is my specialist, the final specialist before venturing on to some other learning that will hopefully leave me outside the classroom. Anyway, we're talking about critical literacy and what is it? And I thought it was a really good um, in-depth look at what it is, why it's meaningful, why it's empowering, and why it's so critical that we dive into it and ensure that it's taught to our students and our children. All right, so here we go. What is critical literacy? Well, critical literacy refers to students critically analyzing and evaluating the meaning of text as it relates to issues of equity, power, social justice to inform a critical stance, response, and or action. I got all that? That's a lot to gather and take in. It's evaluating the meaning of text as it relates to issues of equity, power, and social justice to inform a critical stance, response, or action. So being critical about what you're reading, reflecting, analyzing it, and creating content based on it. Social media for kids. This is always a hot debate. Is it yay? Is it nay? Well, as a parent and as a teacher, I say just be cautious. Don't avoid it. Don't do it. Just be cautious definitely worth some conversations. Social media is endless means of reading and learning opportunities at the tip of your, your child, and student's hands. So why would you take that away? Why would you do it? I once heard something, it was earlier today actually, I once heard. Anyway, I had heard something about a quick and yet powerful statement. All books begin, yet they all end. There's always an ending to a book. Well, the downside about that is that what happens afterwards? Some books have series and whatnot. Some don't. But with social media, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, there's always content out there that people are putting out there that um, is you know related to specific things. Hashtags are fantastic for that. Um, Case in point, right now, NASA is getting together with the um, International Space Station. And tomorrow at 3.48 a.m., they are launching to the space station the next three people. Um, two Russians and an American lady that are heading up there. Hashtag NASA. Hashtag rocket launch. Be with lots of fun. You want information on it? Check it out. Back to social media. Instead of automatically thinking, new way, think 
what do I need to do as a parent or as a teacher to ensure that my children or my students are safe with social media? There you go. Think, act, right? Then that nay can turn into endless learning opportunities with empowered lifelong learners. So why squash this now? Don't squash it. Why not teach internet safety and critical literacy literacy skills instead? So, you know, while teaching them, we got some guided questions that we really get to look at. So here are some. One, what kind of issues of equity, power, and social justice are relevant to the subject of critical literacy? Or whatever you're looking at, right? It could be whatever topic at hand. Two, what relevant texts are used in a subject that could be analyzed for bias, reliability, fairness, and validity? Validity. <laughs> Sorry. Three, what types of actions and or responses are appropriate in that particular subject? Four, what opportunities allow students to use technology to seek and share different perspectives? And finally, five, what skills do students need in order to be critical users and creators of information? Now, this is the one that stands out for me. What skills do students need in order to be critical users and creators of information? That's where we want to go from, right? You want that guided skills to ensure safety and slowly release the responsibility into creators of content. That's where the golds can be found. So engaging students in critical literacy. What does it look like? With critical literacy, learners are active participants in understanding meaning and the message behind the meaning of what you're reading. Critical literacy invites students to move beyond passively accepting the text message to a question, examine, or dispute the power relations that exist between the readers and the author. Now, think about that one. Anyone can be an author in the digital universe. Anyone can put gibberish on the uh, information superhighway. Now, this is all about critical literacy. It's all about changing that power relation and taking that reader, your child, your student, and being the one in power that's critically looking through a lens at the content that they're reading and going, well, is this valid or is this garbage? And can I use this? And if I'm using it, what can I use this for? How does this validate my understanding of something and what I'm going to create and share in the future? What it does, critical literacy, it moves learners into three things, three phases that are fantastic. Reflection, transformation, and the biggie, action. If you know anything or take away anything from this podcast, engage in students in critical literacy, take this. It moves learners into the reflection, the transformation, and the action phase, which is the content creation of um, evaluating and looking at digital uh, material, social media, um, or the information superhighway and the internet, Google, Yahoo, whatever it may be. Critical literacy means these things. It means recognizing that text contains certain perspectives and biases. It means that recognizing point of view influences how a text is interpreted and understood. Determine whose voices are present and absent within the text. Right? It's that reflective piece. Evaluating multiple perspectives for biases, reliability, fairness, and validity. Hey, I did it that time. Analyzing how language is used. That is a really cool one. 
taking a stance and engaging in a response in the interests of equity, fairness, and social justice. And finally, using technology to seek divergent perspectives, interact with authentic audiences, and express ideas. That is a cool piece. That's the piece that I always love is that technology piece. Using the technology to seek divergent perspectives that gather information and perspectives from a a variety of different sources in the digital universe. Interact with those authentic audiences, those people that are putting out that content. Maybe Skype, maybe Twitter chats, maybe, you know, whatever. It may be a Zoom or a FaceTime or even just, you know, a DM in, in, in behind Twitter scenes. Express those ideas. That's crazy cool. Imagine the things that you could do for kids and the, the things that kids could get into. When children and students become critically illiterate, they become aware of how texts manipulate them. Students become critical consumers and producers of texts who challenge dominant meanings and realize that there is more than one way to read texts in the world. This is huge. I know my children, very guilty of this. They just read content. They don't analyze. They don't question. They don't think about what the meaning behind it is. My students, the same thing. And I guarantee if you're listening to this, you can go, yep, I got lots of those as well. Maybe your own kids. Who knows? But being critically literate can change all that perspective right there and change the reality um, and realize that there's more than one way to read text in their world. And remember, this is a digital universe. There are uh, digital natives. Our children are Generation Zs. Yes, that's right. They're Zs. They're the ones that live in this digital universe. They know no understanding without it. So you, we want them to be critically reflective and take action in the material that they're reading. Now, this is really hard work, but it is work that could lead to a more fair and just world. People aren't just taking the information they're reading and going, yeah, that's the way it is. They're reflective. They're analyzing it. They're going, where does this come from? Is this just someone's random thoughts or is this, you know, there's some points behind it. Is there, you know, reference material that, you know, is referenced within the bibliography of of the content that they're looking at. Now, here's the final few things that I want you to think about. With constant stream of information and the changing realities of contemporary culture, technology, and society, by being critically illiterate, adolescents are able to determine what information is reliable. Whew. Huge. They learn to use that information gathered to form a personal stance and to take creative risks and become active participants in bringing about change. This is from the Ministry of Education in 2010. So you know it's good. This is prior to Stephen Lecce days, right? If it's Lecce days, you know it's garbage. Anyway, so... This act of participants, becoming the act of participants and bringing about change in their native digital world is empowering. 
I want my kids to bring about change. I want them to be the voice of change. I want them to be empowered to be content creators and to stand up for what they believe in and to make a difference, whether it be my girls are seven and Xander is um, is nine, turning eight shortly. You know, I want them to be empowered to think that it doesn't matter if they're four, they're seven, they're nine or whatever. They could be 22 anyone can make a difference they can be active participants in the universe that they live in and bring about change that is huge as a parent i get excited when i even when i say that i just got the tingles right critical literacy provides opportunities to tap into the interests and needs of adolescent learners we have been discussing right now in ict part three specialists the inquiry process and diving into inquiry learning and the things that kids love right well where do they find that content it's on the internet now critical literacy provides opportunities to tap into those interests and needs of adolescent learners the stuff they like the stuff that they're going to be engaged in you don't want to oh, crack open a textbook and give them material and say read and summarize that's boring it's not the way the digital citizens of this world now work they need to read the content from the internet that's the world that's their knowledge that's where they live and you know that's where they want to gather stuff um there was a quick little thing that we discussed today that um, Gen Zers, Generation Zs, they don't want to learn for a mass gray-haired folk, which was you know kind of reflective of me because I got a lot of gray hair. But you know, that I think it's because of three kids and getting married. But that's just me. Anyway, they don't want to really learn from us regurgitating information at the front of the classroom they don't want to learn from us gray hair folks because we're old we're moldy we're you know dated they want to learn from what they're comfortable with and that's the digital universe that's in front of them on the internet they're drawn to opportunities for perspective taking for questioning the status quo they got the eagerness they got that desire and they are quite you know some come with a chip on their shoulder so why not so we should empower them to utilize that to provide opportunities for taking a perspective, taking understanding and questioning that status quo and seeking solutions to challenge related inequity and social justice issues, right? So have a voice, stand up, become a agent of change. So let me just sum this up. Teaching for critical literacy empowers students to become active thinkers, to look at the world from multiple perspectives and to develop questioning habits that encourage them to think and act on their decisions. Critical literacy can be applied across subject areas, modes of expression, text, and new technologies. So the big one that stands there, stands out there for me is this one. Encourage them to think and to act on their decisions. So how many kids today don't think prior to acting? Oh my gosh, so many of them, right? So if I'm not saying critical literacy, if we teach these skills and whatnot, gets them to stop and think before they do things all the time, it's not going to happen. That's just reality and nature of things. But if we encourage them to think and act on their decisions while developing content and reading content on the internet in their digital universe as natives in the digital 21st century, that's empowering. They're thinking before they're acting and creating some spectacular content i'm excited to see what digital citizens um uh who are critically literate 
in today's society can create in the near future. So as always, burning up the status quo, take a risk, have a chat with your with your child, with your kids in your classroom, talk about critical literacy and what it is and whatnot. I will um, provide a link to um, a little uh, a slideshow you can talk about and share within your classrooms um, for this critical literacy. What is it? Um, and uh, yeah, have fun with it. Any questions, concerns or whatnot, you know how to reach me. Um, hit me at uh, uh, my Twitter handle at Archer Joe um, on Twitter and uh, have a great night, guys. Thank you.